This is a Vault Studios production. I'm Reed Redmond. I'm Will Johnson. The show contains graphic material and is meant for mature audiences. This week on True Crime Chronicles. This is just such a tragic case. They were so young, Robert and Rachel, in love, dating. They had their whole lives ahead of them. You can see them kidding around and playing around as they walked into the store. And for them to just be taken, both of them shot and killed with the same gun. And this attempt, investigators say, to cover it all up is is really tragic. And it's something their families now have to live with for the rest of their lives. They took my son's life. They took Rachel's life. They had a lot of life ahead of them. Early on, the theory was that they were connected in terms of the pieces of the puzzle coming together and who was involved. That's what really has played out in recent months. But from the beginning, they knew they were connected. They just had to connect those dots. It was December 11, 2017, when 29-year-old Robert Serta and 34-year-old Rachel De La Rosa left a Houston-area restaurant together. Robert and Rachel were a couple, a boyfriend and girlfriend. They'd been dating for a while. They were both young and from the Houston area. They had gone out for a date to a restaurant in the Spring Branch area. Grace White is a reporter at KHOU 11 in Houston, and has covered the case for her Missing Pieces series. She says after Robert and Rachel left the restaurant together just after 7 p.m. that night, they stopped at a nearby gas station. Surveillance footage from that night from the gas station shows the last known images of the couple. On the surveillance footage, you can see the couple walking into this convenience store, looking around, seemingly having a normal night. They had just left this restaurant where they were on a date. So it was really the last time anyone saw them alive and together, happy, looking around, shopping, just like any other normal night. A few hours later, there were reports of shots fired in the Missouri City area, south of Spring Valley. Police arrived at the scene found Rachel Delarosa's body. She'd been shot to death. Robert Serta's body was found the next day. Rachel's body was found first in Missouri City, and then Robert's body was found later in Houston, wrapped in a tarp. They were both shot to death, and initially, before someone found Robert's body, investigators thought, okay, here's Rachel. She's shot to death. We think maybe Robert's involved initially. But they learned quickly that Robert had also been shot and killed. And they assumed from that point going forward that the two cases were related. And it caught our attention because the bodies were found in two separate places. He was found in Houston. She was found in Missouri City, just outside the city limits of Houston. And so because of that, it was something that really was puzzling detectives. It was a sudden and tragic end to the lives of a young couple. Robert's family was heartbroken from the beginning, from the moment they learned their son had been found shot and killed and dumped in Houston and his girlfriend shot and killed and dumped in Missouri City. They had a lot of questions from the beginning. They wanted to know what happened, who did this to their son, and the most important question, why? When we first started investigating this case, the biggest question was motive. You had this couple that was dating, they were in this romantic relationship, and they were both found shot and killed, and nobody knew why. So motive from the beginning was the biggest question, and we wanted to know, was it random, or did they know the people that came after them that night? 
Detectives went to work trying to retrace where Robert and Rachel went that December night after leaving the restaurant and then the gas station. From the beginning, investigators were really working on connecting the dots. Once they knew they had two bodies, even though they were in two separate locations, they knew these cases could be related. So they really started retracing Rachel and Robert's steps, also looking at their contacts, their friends, their acquaintances, what kinds of people they might have come into contact with in those days before they went missing. In addition to the fact that the victims were in a relationship, investigators were able to determine the same gun was used to kill Rachel and Robert. We now know from court documents that it was the same gun, and investigators figured that out pretty early on. One of the reasons they said these cases are related. So we know that they were looking at shell casings early on in this investigation and were able to connect the dots that the same gun was used to murder Robert and Rachel. But in 2017 and in the years that followed, investigators were unable to identify a suspect in the case, come up with any new substantial leads. It was weeks, it was months, it was years of waiting for Robert and Rachel's families. And it was frustrating for Robert's mother to not know the truth about what happened to her son. But she never gave up hope. She was determined to keep speaking out for her son, to be his voice, to see this through, and to get justice for him. She never gave up. We've spoken to her several times over the years, and she continued to tell us she was not going to lose hope. Had a lot of life ahead of him. Had a lot of dreams ahead of him. He was loving and giving. This was a murder. Not only one, this was two people. They took two people. I'm praying that somebody out there will find it in their heart to speak out and say something. It has been three years since a Houston couple was last seen alive at a Spring Branch gas station. Their bodies later found on opposite sides of town. Tonight, their families still trying to find the missing pieces to bring them justice. There's still a $15,000 reward at Crime Stoppers. This family is planning a vigil for Saturday near where the couple was last seen. And tonight, Missouri City Police tell us they believe someone out there knows something and they're asking anyone with information to come forward. But finally, investigators got a break in the case. And earlier this year, in March, they made an arrest. After we featured this case initially on our Missing Pieces series, it was a while, but we got an interesting break in the case. The first arrest, Herbert Simon, a 40-year-old man, was charged with aggravated kidnapping. But it was an interesting development because he wasn't charged with murder initially. He was charged with kidnapping. But investigators said when they released his name that they believe more people could be involved. And they also weren't ruling out further charges for this man, Herbert Simon. A big break and a heartbreaking double murder. A couple killed and their bodies dumped on separate sides of town. And tonight, the victim's family telling our Grace White they are thankful a suspect has been charged. I think the first thing that I said was, thank you, Jesus. It's the most news Valerie Sirtis heard in the four years since her son was murdered. I'll miss him forever. While the motive still remains a mystery, Houston police released this picture of the man now charged with aggravated kidnapping in connection to the murders. He's 40-year-old Herbert Simon. Herbert Simon was actually behind bars when he was charged in connection to the case. But in 2017, when the murders took place, he'd been free on parole after being sentenced to 25 years in 2004 for aggravated robbery. 
he was already behind bars on other charges on a completely separate case. So this is somebody that was already in custody, that had a criminal record, and actually at the time of these murders in 2017 was already on parole. So Herbert Simon, already someone who was in the criminal justice system, now charged with aggravated kidnapping in the disappearance of Rachel De La Rosa. He served half of his sentence. And that means on his first parole eligibility, he was released. If they simply would have denied parole and set him off, Val, Dan's son, Robert, be alive today. We now know from charging documents that Rachel and Robert, not only were they found in separate locations, but they were killed in separate locations. According to some of the charging documents, we know that Robert was killed at a hair salon in Spring Branch. Rachel was there with him. Robert's mother told us he walked inside that hair salon, she believes, just to use the restroom. It was a familiar hair salon that was well-known in the area and that they were comfortable with and had been to before. And so Robert walks in there with his girlfriend to use the restroom. But witnesses told police that inside that hair salon was someone who claims he had beef with Robert Serta. They had grown up in the same neighborhood, knew some of the same people, and they, for some reason, wanted to go after Robert. He was shot and killed, according to police, in that hair salon in Spring Branch. Rachel was then taken from the hair salon in Spring Branch and taken out to a separate location in Missouri City where she was shot and killed. So we know from investigators from these court documents that they were not only found in separate locations, but they were also killed in separate locations. And as it turned out, it was witness statements that led police to Herbert Simon. We now know from court documents it was witness statements, people who were talking to investigators, giving them bits and pieces of what happened the night that Robert and Rachel were killed. And that's exactly what led them to Herbert Simon, was these witnesses letting them know what happened and reporting and sharing that information with police. But at the time of his arrest, Simon was only facing that kidnapping charge. No one had been charged in the murders of Rachel De La Rosa or Robert Serta. The Serta family not giving up until everyone, they say, is held accountable. They're hoping that $15,000 reward will persuade more people to speak up. There was relief from Robert Serta's family, certainly to know that the case hadn't been forgotten, that investigators were continuing to chip away at the people that were involved in taking her son and his girlfriend's life. But they knew, they knew there were more. There was more to this story, and they told us they weren't giving up. They knew that there were more people out there with information that could help finally allow them to know the full truth about what happened to their son and his girlfriend. And in August of this year, the second big break in the case. The next thing that came was a huge break in the case, the charge of capital murder for a man named Josue Casco. He's someone who grew up with Robert Serta. They come from the same community, the same neighborhood. And again, witnesses told police that were there that night when Robert and Rachel were killed that Josue had some sort of beef, or at least thought he had beef, thought he had a history, and had some sort of reason to want to confront Robert Serta. The parents of Robert Serta learning the news. A second suspect charged in the 2017 murders of Serta and his girlfriend, Rachel De La Rosa. It doesn't bring closure, but I'm glad and happy to know that HPD 
did a great job. Houston police announced the arrest of Josue Casco. He's charged with capital murder. And the original man charged, Herbert Simon, is charged with murder in addition to kidnapping. This mother says it was not random. Her son knew Casco. From the same neighborhood the same community that we live in. Witnesses say Casco had beef with Serta, but it was Simon who shot and killed him. Then Casco took off with De La Rosa, shooting and killing her, investigators say, in Missouri City. Court documents also detail the attempt to cover it all up. Walmart purchases for gloves, trash bags, and rope. Police found Serta's body dumped off Bleecker Street in Houston. Heartbreaking details for this family to digest. This was the moment that Robert Serta's mother had been waiting for and her father. We spoke to both of them outside their home. They live in this community. They live in Spring Branch. They drive by some of these locations every day. And for them, this is the reality they've had to live with the past few years, not knowing the truth about what happened to their son and his girlfriend. They, of course, said this does not bring closure. They know it's a long road ahead in terms of justice and trials and going through all the court proceedings. Again, these are just charges, not convictions, but certainly they do have a sense of relief, they told us, knowing now that two people have been charged in these cases. They knew all along it was more than one person. Don't wait until something happens like this to one of your families, and then you're sitting where I am and you're wanting people to speak up. You don't want to be in my shoes. One of the most interesting things that court records go into detail on is a cover-up attempt. Investigators claim that this group of people went to Walmart after the murders and purchased things like gloves, trash bags, and rope. Again, we know Rachel was found in Missouri City. Robert's body was found dumped in Houston and wrapped in a tarp with rope around him. So we know through investigators' evidence collection that there was a cover-up attempt, according to investigators, to try to kind of get rid of, of Robert's body. 37-year-old Josue Casco is charged with capital murder in the case. 40-year-old Herbert Simon is now facing a murder charge in addition to aggravated kidnapping. Investigators say in those court documents that Herbert was the person that shot and killed Robert, and investigators say Josue was the person that shot and killed Rachel. What the investigation and court documents have addressed is the initial questions around motive and why Robert Serta and Rachel De La Rosa were targeted and then murdered back in 2017. One of our big questions from the beginning was, were these murders random or did people knowingly come after Robert and Rachel. According to court documents, Josue Costco seemed to think witnesses told police that Robert had been involved with taking money from his brother before, possibly robbing Josue's sister's residence in the past. But this is all coming from a witness. And of course, Robert and Rachel aren't here for us to ask those questions. Robert's mother denied those claims, saying her son was not involved in whatever Josue was claiming and that Josue perceived that he had this beef with Robert. But she says her son had no beef with him. So it's really hard to nail down. <laughs> 